Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast, the first podcast of 2022. Anyway, um, welcome back. We took our break after the end of year podcast. A little bit longer, but we kind of wanted to get back onto our schedule. And if we would have done that, we would have recorded New Year's Eve. So here we are today. Again, the whole crew is back. Lando and Drew are here. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? What's good, people? Yeah. Um, kind of hype. Everything's been going pretty well. So do you want to start with updates since we have three weeks of fucking holidays and all that other stuff? Yeah, before man. We get fucking into New the... Year's shit. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, we got a pile and a half of stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? What? What? Hey, you're the host. Why don't I'm you start? Host. I should go first. All right, all right. Fair enough. So, um... Let's see. Uh, I went back to work before. I think that was even before our last podcast. So um, that started. I'm down 11 pounds in three weeks, probably longer than. Yeah, no, about three weeks. Yeah, I haven't weighed myself recently, so um, I'm not sure if it went lower or what. But we're good with that. Um, Let me see. Uh, I've been playing Diablo three seasons, like their seasonal stuff. Um, I grinded out to Torment ten, uh, just kind of chilling. Not much else there. I've started on TikTok. I'm gonna be pushing TikTok a little bit more for you guys if anybody listens. So if it sounds weird to you, follow me on there. Don't follow me, whatever. All my miniature painting stuff is over on TikTok. Um, but I started something on TikTok called the Year of the Xenos, where I'm going to be painting only painting and building and collecting Xenos armies. So uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, Elder, Tau, Elder, Eldar, um, all their flavors, Dark Eldar, Harlequins, um, Orcs, Tau, and Necrons, and I think that's... Oh, a Tyranids, but I don't really play Tyranids, so you're not going to see me collecting that. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to try to make this whole year, uh, hobby-wise, painting-wise, around the Xenos armies. Um, and it turns out it's going to be great because it looks like Craft Worlds is the next codex to be released. And I'm excited. So... That's where I'm at. <laughs> so if you want to follow me on TikTok, you can find me at Angry Wargamer. Obviously, it's all over the fucking place. Um, I shouldn't be too hard to find, but there you go. Um, next. <laughs> Who's next? Go for it, Lando. Okay. So I've been busting my ass working like always, so that hasn't really changed much from there. Um, for gaming, I actually decided to try playing the original Legend of Zelda on the Switch. Poor fuck. Now, <laughs> I tried making it a blind playthrough even crazier because I just wanted to see, okay, I've beaten Doom Eternal. I've gone through, i played two campaigns since playing Doom Eternal. And I'm like, if I could beat that game, I could... I could probably beat the original Legend of Zelda, right? That's kind of good logical thinking, right? <laughs> you can understand my thought process there. So I've made it to level six with 13 hearts and the magic sword. 
because I can't for the life of me figure out where the fuck the blue ring is. Fair. So, fair. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> probably won't need it because I'll probably make it to level nine without it. And find, for all we know, I may just find the fucking red ring before the blue ring, however the fuck that works. <laughs> Anything's possible. Also, really, really hate the dark nuts. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can, you uh, tell, can you tell we haven't done this in a while and we're still trying to get back into form here? <laughs> No, nah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's alright. <laughs> and yeah, I spent New Year's and every Sunday for the past like three to four months uh, playing Doom Eternal because, you know, there's nothing like going to church every fucking Sunday, going to the Church of Doom, slaughtering demons with uh, reckless abandon. Yeah, that's how I've been feeling with Diablo 3. Um, I don't know what it, like it's that's basically my filler game. I'm kind of done with Pokemon Diamond. Um I knew I was going to be um I I knew I wasn't going to get sucked too much into Diamond and Pearl because of just the the way the game was and obviously I've already played it. So like I finished the main story and I've done a little bit of like the after like main story stuff, but nothing like too crazy. So, like, Diablo 3 has been, like, my filler game for now. So, which kind of sounds like what Doom Eternal is for you. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It's cathartic, relaxing, and uh, an absolute pleasure being just... Because when you when you play the game at first, it kicks your ass. And it kicks your ass pretty damn hard. So, when you can finally master the game and just basically take it for a ride it's it's the it's that old school sense of satisfaction that you don't get with too many games anymore yeah it's uh i the, the fucking i'm so tempted to buy the fucking expansions <laughs> they have expansions <laughs> for that game yeah yep. there's two dlc campaigns they go with it. The only reason why I haven't bought it is because I don't technically own the game. Do Drew does. He lent it to me. Jesus and I'm like, Christ. you know what? I'm going to wait until I get the damn game myself before I buy the DLC campaigns. Because they're like 30 bucks each. And currently, the pro Doom Eternal is still at full price. Damn. Um, what Didn't it go on sale over the holidays? Dude, there was so yeah, many. I it wish went we down like five bucks. So much shit happened while we were gone that like the catch up part of this podcast is going to be freaking phenomenal. <laughs> Dude, I went to go. I went to go and check GameStop when um, during the holiday season. It only went down five bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't trust GameStop for the life of me. I would have checked the digital stuff because I think the digital stuff got better sales. No, really? Doom was, Doom was still at full price, even digitally. No shit. Doom Eternal is fucking popular, man. I guess. Say say what you will about Bethesda. It made solid gold, and Bethesda didn't fuck it up. So that's good on them, I suppose. Yeah, my kid plays it. I haven't picked it up yet, so I don't plan on it though, really. 
It's fucking worth it, dude. It'll kick your ass. But once you start dominating the demons, it's like there's no better feeling. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Drew, you're up. <laughs> so I think we did our we did our end of year in December. I ended up starting working at a new job in December. I've been enjoying it ever since. Plus having like steady income every week is literally the best blessing I could ha- I could have had at this point. Um as far as like game stuff's concerned, I picked up an Oculus Quest 2 at some points at the end of November. Have been alternating between Beat Saber and VR Chat. I've made a relatively sizable network of friends, at least as far as much as I reckon such things. Um, uh, feel kind of out of place sometimes, but generally speaking, it's never been something that's ever been brought to my attention. So, because the place, because the 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 overall community is relatively welcoming, so they don't really care about uh, like age and stuff with a lot of that. So it's comfortable to be in there and not feel like I'm the oldest person there because there are like a wide range of different ages. But obviously, it's the new hotness, so most of the people are usually like young adult. So you run into a bunch of 18, 19 year olds wandering around there. But like, I don't feel that that never comes up as a thing because in most cases it's all just, it's VR. No one really gives a shit what you are in there. It's not real. (laughs) A lot of people feel like it's real to them, but I don't really have that problem because I've been numbed and completely, you know, blase to, anything with you know polygons so what, what they could what they consider you know interaction and things like that to me is just you know playstation 3 avatars you know moving through each other so i don't really have nearly as much of that effect beat saber has been my source of exercise and go. i've been enjoying it enjoying it immensely you should and, look how, <laughs> you should look how, how they stream it and then you can totally set up a stream thing <laughs> If I had enough space to do it, I would, but like, I'm just bare, I just barely have enough room to not, you know, whack my hand on my ceiling downstairs and even just, cause I've almost clipped myself a few times getting into Beat Saber. Cause you get, again, when you're in that VR set, you kind of lose yourself in the experience. So yeah. the outside world becomes less of less important to you. And while you do have, because it's not a unit that you have to hook up to a computer, it's more free form. So setting up, your, your guardian zone is a bit easier. And if I wanted to, I could move upstairs and like spread out area in, in the living room if I needed to, but I'm not, sh- I'm still not sure I'd have enough room even with that. Drew, I'm sorry, but I can't tell with your, the way you're describing it. I can't tell if you're talking about your virtual thing or 4chan. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> I wish I was joking say. to you. But oh my God. if you but if you want no, I'm not fucking with you. When you That's when, why I made the comparison. I, I eventually want to sucker you both into coming into VR chat because like I think you would enjoy yourselves. Um I think I would be no, blocking a shit ton of people because I can't punch them. I think I would descend into madness. <laughs> That's why I want you to, because I'm already insane and I want other people to join me in the downward spiral. Hmm. 
Um, I've seen people play like Yu-Gi-Oh on VR. I thought that was kind of cool. The only thing that I know of is that stupid meme about Pot of Greed. Yeah. Yeah. There probably is an avatar of the Pot of Greed if I wanted to look for it. Dear God, I hope it's not. <laughs> I, I hope it's not the avatar of the Pot of Greed. The uh, one where he where he's all ultra muscly and everything and has a loincloth smaller than fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. That leaves not enough for my imagination, but thank you for that. <laughs> You're the one in the VR chat. I'm sure you suffered through, like, worse. The first night I was in there, someone was using an avatar that was Mavis from fucking Hotel Transylvania, but it was morbidly obese. <laughs> Probably she was she was doing fun. she was doing squats and she was having me count her reps. What was she sweating blood? No, but she kept hey. saying she kept telling me it was water weight that was the reason why she was so big. Oh yeah, sure it was, dude. A fucking oh my god, I hate the internet sometimes. <laughs> for the for sometimes, the layman, he says. For the layman's. Uh, there are different. I'm I'm getting into this slowly. I don't know all the terms yet, but the one that comes up often is uh, squeakers. Anytime you hear that, it's usually a re reference to pipsqueak, which is you know little kids who end up getting dumped into VR just so their parents don't have to fucking deal with them, so they become everyone else's problem. And uh, there's nothing more exciting than you know having like a you know a t an eight or nine year old running around screaming, "Do you want me to draw a swastika?" If you're gonna start edgy, you might as well start with the literal edgiest thing out there. I believe that kid got booted pretty quickly after he drew that particular symbol. But fuck say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was definitely an interesting thing. You tend to mute a lot of the the youngsters because they just get so fucking annoying after a while. Because they always ask dumb things like, can I copy your avatar? How do you do things on VR? How do I do this? How do I do that? It's just like, kid, you shouldn't even be on here. Read the fucking manual. <laughs> Again, they're, they're, their parents strap the fucking helmet to their head and they throw them screaming into, into the what, loving arms of the internet, which is a terrible thing to do. Why? Because at this particular point, the parents are likely millennials who were pretty much done the same thing, but with television. You're not wrong, but you figure they'd learn from that. No, they didn't, because the parents before them didn't learn either. We're, this is a generational tradition that we've been doing for the past century. We did it with TV. We did it with radio. No, but you don't understand. Our generation that grew up on the Internet... Like, with AOL and shit, we've done some pretty shady shit. Like, there is no and reason so for us... With the, the, so did the people with the TVs, and the people with the radios, and the people with live vaudeville performances. It's all the same shit. We don't learn. I don't we think don't anybody's sending learn. dick... I don't think anybody's sending dick pics of vaudevillian actors, okay? Fair. You... Clearly Fair. haven't seen black and white cinema, have you? I don't think I want to see that black and white cinema, no. <laughs> it's out there, dude. You just don't realize it.
And I'm happy in that ignorance, you fuck. <laughs> I will remain that way. Anyway, continuing on my upward downward spiral. Um, as far as MTG stuff's concerned, I've been picking up random packs here and there when I've had some extra income to throw around. Ooh, I just got um, a managing today. <laughs> oh, nice. I just uh fun fact, uh Commander Legends box the draft boxes are still 110 bucks. So fucking hell. Damn. No, dude, they haven't gone up. That's the base price. And I just bought another box of it. And well, yeah, because I, I only bought one box. But yeah, pulled another scroll rack, pulled uh, a foil opposition agent, a um, couple of etched foil commanders, um, another Jessica, because apparently I need I like the, three of those. The only thing worth anything in there right now is the uh, jeweled lotus. Jeweled lotus, mana drain, uh, vampiric tutor, scroll rack. Um, brings a bright hearth a relatively good, not, not ridiculously expensive opposition agent still holding it like 10, 15 bucks. Obviously whole breachers worth fucking dick now because they took it out of the pool for commanders yeah. or commander, which is fucking silly considering they put it in the fucking game. Um, clearly, clearly we didn't realize when we were creating this shit that we should probably, you know, R and D it when we make these fucking cards, maybe <laughs> set it to once per, maybe set it to once per card draw. Maybe you would do something like that instead of making stuff that constantly keeps fucking your fr fucking your opponents over the head because you know you, you draw a fucking target on your head when you do stupid shit like that. But no. Uh, also picked up um, the I, I uh, one of the L LGSs I have near me had uh, a copy of the Plane Chase anthology, and uh, was selling it at a relatively good price. Uh, so I snagged that uh, because I and I bought myself a uh, um, he had a. Um, uh, fucking mystery booster uh, mana crypt. So I grabbed one of those for my one deck. Nice. Yeah, it was 175 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The commit and the uh, plane chase anthology was 210. That's not bad. Um, no. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting the uh, fucking ragavans in Modern Horizons and not Commander Legends. Correct, and it's actually down in price. It's in, I think it's like 75 right now. Yeah, it'll probably shoot back up. I know um, the Jewel Lotus dropped in price. It dropped to like almost 50 bucks, I want to say, and now it's right back up to 80. So, it's Oh, I wouldn't be shocked effect. if that fucker hits 100 at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. I was hoping for an extra one, but I already have two, and I haven't put them in a single deck yet because I feel uncomfortable doing so. Yeah, it's, it's only because it's used to cast your commander. So, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what deck that I would, that I use that I would want that in there. Because all of the, all the decks that I've been playing, the twins, the, um, the twins from Strixhaven, the, um, Thief Zendikar, and, um, the Spirit deck from Crimson Vow are the only three that I've been playing. And, Every single one of those have never had a problem casting my commander early. So I don't even know what deck I would throw it in. Because <laughs> I don't plan on casting a Loro. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't make sense to put him in that one. No, not at all. Um, yeah, it's, for me, I know where I can put it. I just don't know if it's worth it at this point. I mean, to, they, I mean that, that deck is my one optimized deck out of all of my budget ones. So if I threw it in there, I mean, at least it'd be justified in doing so. It just, 
I'm, I'm still on the fence if I want to do that because there's a bunch of mana rocks I have to move around to make that work. So I'll, I'll, I'm still working it at this point, but like everything else is optimized. I have an Ugin, the Spirit Dragon in there, the full art one that came as uh, um, part of, it was it was out of the collector's boosters for the core set. Um, I have a Karn Liberated in there. I have uh, that the War of the Spark Ugin that reduces uh, stuff. I have a bunch of all the Eldrazi's. I have all of the legal Eldrazi Titans. Obviously, Aeon's Torn is not legal in Commander. I don't know if it'll ever be. Should be nice if it never does. Is that the one that discards permanence? No, uh, Emrakul the Aeon's Torn is the one that when it comes, if you cast it, you get an extra turn after this one. And it can't be countered, and it can't be target the target of colored spells. Ah. Yeah, it's the super uber powerful one. That's there's a reason that they they kept it out because there's so many ways to cheat it into play, and they didn't want it in that format because being able to cast it and get an extra turn in your command zone is way too powerful. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, but all the other ones, the Emrakul. Uh, uh, the one from uh, uh, Eldritch Moon, that one's legal. Both Ulamogs are legal. Both Kozileks are legal. So, yeah. The de- the deck is super powerful and can cast um, Titans relatively quick, but with Mana Crypt, Mana Vault is in there now. I got an Italian one. Or it was German, sorry. It was a German Mana, mana Vault. Fourth Ed. And then... Um, Maybe I'll throw Jewel Lotus in there as well. Nice. I've been like I've been just looking at upgrading my precons because um, these precons I've been playing against like some pretty like good constructed EDH decks, and I've been almost beating the entire table. So, um, yeah, the uh, the twins from Strixhaven, I had. At one point, it was like turn six or seven. I think I had like five Eldrazi on the table for creating tokens. <laughs> oh, nice. So, like, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> I became a target very quick. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, there's a lot of back and forth when, when you're playing Commander that you have to be aware of when you're doing that kind of stuff. Like, you can't jump out of the gate too quickly because you immediately become... But they immediately become the arch enemy that everyone feels like they have to take down. Yeah. And you, you got to have a steady, there's a steady growth process that you have to follow. You have to make sure you're good with the politicking. So, so you know, if someone, you know, and stick to your word as much, as much as you can, unless there's a situation that's out of your control, there's a bunch of different things. I mean, you could play hardball, but then at that point you might as well just play CEDH where there's no friends. You just, you all, you all are playing out your decks and whoever wins wins. And I feel like, and, and and for those people who enjoy it, good. But for me, Magic is a social event, event, so I don't really... The CEDH aspect, I feel, is out of my purview. For we those who get any value out of it. Disgusting degenerate weeb and join me on the side of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I already have two decks already, so I mean, I could do that. But I would be playing casually. I only which I wouldn't mind. I'm <laughs> technically experimenting myself with a bunch of different... With a bunch of different decks as well. One of them being a, a red ice burn deck because some of the new sets that's coming out next uh, this year uh, have some red ice support. So I'm like, ah, I wonder how this is going to work out. 
because most red eyes decks are either based on equip uh, on our equip based style or based on a uh, on swarming. And me, I'm just like I'm just I'm just gonna go with the burn deck. Thank you, because I've already had um, a more consistent play where I am uh, essentially one hit KOing people with a, a black skull dragon red eyes combinate uh, inferno fire blast combination. Okay then. It's disgusting, and <laughs> pisses people off, and I love it. The important thing is you're having fun. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it could be worse. I could go with my Lusk deck where you build your you, – you, you swarm the deck with a bunch of baby birds, fuse them together, and then you have a 5,000 attack point beat stick that is unaffected by all other card effects and once per turn can burn you for 5,000 points of damage. Sounds breathtaking. It sounds yes. like what people do with Karibo. Kinda, but Karibo isn't consistent enough for it to make an impact. At least Theralusk is um, currently uh, a rogue deck, which I never thought it was going to be. But uh, it's it's getting there. It's getting to frighteningly. Be, to be fair, Toons showed up at a tournament as a rogue deck too. Yeah, so yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> it actually won a lo- It actually won both uh, locals and regionals, which is crazy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy too. And I like I heard that because I was like Toons. I like I thought that was like just a gimmicky joke, <laughs> but it I guess it, not. it was. <laughs> but the recent support has given it. Um, some new life and that's what it's all about baby it's all about getting the right support to push your ass from a joke to destroy to destruction <laughs> fantastic all right uh do we want to talk about all the people that have died over the last three weeks it's been okay a fucking list but we we Jesus. can't talk about betty white because she didn't die okay she was only banned from 2022 she'll be back next year oh my god the conspiracies of it actually being the queen and not betty white are driving me <laughs> fucking nuts i swear I thankfully have not been a god. part of any of that shit oh i don't my know what the god. fuck you guys are talking about <laughs> so so the rumor is because i think was it time it was either time or washington post i can't remember who did it someone Ran the article. I believe it was Time Magazine. Ran the article where Betty White turned a hundred. Yeah, and and all the conspiracy theorists came out of the woodworks like, oh, it must really be the Queen. We'll never know. Like, eventually, the Queen is gonna like die after she hits her like whatever like Look, whatever guys, next milestone. They just fucked up because they're incompetent. That's all. <laughs> right. Thank you. God damn. These people are driving it's not me nuts a with this. Conspiracy theory—they're just idiots. Yeah. Oh, and then the freaking Bob Saget stuff. Like, oh. God. Oh my God, Bob Saget. Hold on, that hold was on. another let's, one. Let's get, the li- let's get the list off first. Okay. So right after our podcast, John Madden passed away. Rest in peace, John um, Madden. Yeah. Uh, John Madden. Then Betty White. Then Betty White. Rest in peace. Um. A black actor, I can't remember his name, but he was like a 1960s actor, um, passed away. Sidney Poitier? Yes. Yep, Mr. Tibbs. Yep, and then, um, fuck. And then Saget, right? Mr. S- and then Bob Saget, which was yep. the most fucking uh, 
uh, uh, which was the most unexpected. No one expected his ass to croak because he was on TikTok. Like, he was active on TikTok doing shit. Yep. Yep. And then um, fucking my wife just found a video of him on a podcast somewhere saying that he'll be found dead in a bed somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, hey, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. At least Bob Saget was smart enough to figure that shit out. The thing that bothers me about the whole Bob Saget thing is that the people that are coming out saying like he was a pedophile, they're just like talking shit and they never knew who he like they never knew him. Like <laughs> actually, I think I think John Madden's case was worse. What happened with John Madden? Hours after he died, people were accusing him of being a white supremacist racist. Oh my god. And the only reason why they thought that way was because he was born in the 1930s. I no fuck. There, there's oh no, and there was also people who believed that he the, that the Madden series pushed and um and normalized uh black slavery, and they believed John Madden was essentially a a digital plantation owner as a result. Oh my. What is... Yeah. John Madden, a guy that, by the way, was only getting royalties off the fucking thing because, of course, he never programmed that shit. It was only his fucking name that and was on the voice. product. He, and his voice. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, to a point. Yeah. But essentially, he wasn't really doing much of anything with the series. It basic The game basically made money for itself. Yeah, and it'll continue to make money. And it will continue to make money. But, oh my God, but yeah, apparently... What happened to just being respectful to people when they fucking die? Like Simple! They, You know what's the, the sickest part for John Madden? People doubted themselves on whether or not to pay respects for him. They were like, should we mourn for this guy? Did he do anything wrong? I don't know, let's check. Let's check to see if John Madden is worth mourning for. Think about that. We are now at this age where people now have to wonder whether you've done anything wrong in your life that would deem you unworthy to be mourned for. <laughs> How oh, man. fucked up could that be? I don't fucking believe be? this shit. Uh, that it just uh, you, you that's think, why I think you it's think worse people than just Bob getting Saget. Bob Saget like dude has done some fucked up shit when it comes to comedy right he, and that's just the way he was he's a raunchy comedian I'm not gonna I'm not shitting him on that but I mean like he said some crazy shit he's done some crazy shit in his life. I don't think it's worth de condemning him as a fucking pedophile. I just because <sighs> they got nothing on that shit. I'm like, where did that come from? It just blows my mind. Like, oh, man, I'm trying. Like, I'm just trying to think of like who, like Sean Connery. Did he? Was there any controversy with him when he? Yes, passed? people thought of him as a legitimate misogynist. Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they thought because of, him of him as 007. A no, not even that. They thought they believe after, like, long after he 
retired from James Bond that he was a legitimate misogynist. Has anybody Betty White? Betty White's probably the only one that got away with <laughs> got away without shit being talked about her. Well, yeah, because it's Betty fucking White. <laughs> she was already doing stupid shit throughout her fucking golden years. Did uh people and instead of instead of being scandalous, people thought it was funny as shit because it's Betty fucking White. What about um what the fuck's her name? Joan Rivers. Was there Joan any Rivers. Uh, but she's been dead for over 10 years now, hasn't she? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I think that I, I, I don't think that counts because the unfortunate truth is as crazy as it is now, it's nowhere or crazy as it was back then, still nowhere near as crazy as things are now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what else is there? Um... People died. <laughs> Logan yes. Paul. Logan Paul got, apparently got scammed. I refused to watch that YouTube video, even though I said I was going to. Um, Glad you got your priorities in order on that one. Thank you. I just, Welcome fuck, to man, the Angry like, War Gaming I, Channel, where yeah. we discuss all things Pokemon, Nintendo, Magic the Gathering, Dynasty Warriors, and Logan Paul. No, it's it's fuck Logan Paul. It's not disgust Logan Paul. It's fuck Logan Paul. Every chance that I can say it, I'm gonna say it now. The, the, so like, come on, so like, can't we discuss the dude, it? Then? We'll give you more opportunities to tell him to fuck off. Well, the only reason to discuss it is good. I hope he fucking lost a lot of money. The piece of shit for ruining a hobby for people. Like, fuck that guy. Ah, I mean, it wasn't just him. We got to throw the collectibles guru into it too. But definitely fuck Logan Paul. Like, dude filmed himself with a dead body behind him. Basically, I kicked off of YouTube and then came back and then just... Did fucking everybody forget about it? Like... No, did, nobody cares anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, the dude it, was disrespected, a it was a forest of suicide. Disre disrespected a whole fucking country. Lost his monetization. Oh my god! I just, I, I like I don't know how much of a piece of shit you can continue to be and then still make money and be famous. Like I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. If it makes, I don't get it. If it makes Susan <laughs> the money, he's she. He's gonna she's gonna tolerate his ass. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> fuck Logan Paul. <laughs> like I mean, I don't like. Like I did, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't. I, wait, no, that's right. I I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys, get our shit together right now. Um, Fuck that! I'm enjoying being completely all over the fucking place. I know, right? This is the most uh, ADD. Oh, oh, speaking of, <laughs> completely unrelated to anything we've already said. So, um. Uh, Brett from Funtime Nerds created a card game and sent us a copy. We have yet to even play it. Um, he's been on me about getting like playing it, like we're to get like a review on it to get him back on the podcast. This is the first podcast of the year, so there was no way that was going to happen. I mean, we could have played it at least, but um, 
I told him at the very least I would try to get my kid to learn how to play it. <laughs> but he said that we need fucking calculators and paper to keep track of life. Like, bro, I drive trucks and talk about video games on the internet. Like, I can't do math. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I'm intrigued because I don't remember hearing about this. Yeah, it, it's a. he's from TikTok, and he created a card game and sent me and Drew a starter decks. Each with, I think, uh, two booster packs each. I haven't, I haven't opened it. I opened up one of the starter decks just to get a feel for the cards, um, but I haven't gone past that. I haven't looked at any of the cards. I haven't even looked at the fucking rule book. Um, yeah, I, I literally don't know how to play it. Um, so I was waiting for Drew or somebody to fucking. Well, Drew's getting the other half of this shit, but I was waiting for somebody to fucking learn how to play the game. Uh, so then we oh, can I, review it and then have them. I on. wouldn't mind learning, I suppose. I don't know. But it's like, I never got anything. Out, so what the hell do I know? Oh, I got sent everything. <laughs> and I got them. And I was never told about it. That's because me and Drew are the only ones told about it. <laughs> yeah. He it's, sent uh, us. He sent us one of each starter deck. And then um, I think it's is it either three or four card boosters. I don't know. The guy, he he got them all printed through the Game Crafter and then put everything together himself. Like, everything was wrapped, sealed. Um, even the booster packs are printed, and then he, like, cut them out and, like, put them together himself. And um, it was kind of cool. Like, we missed out on the, the pre-order, like, fancy two-player starter thing that he put out. Um, but he just sent us, like a copy of each of the starter decks. So eventually we have to get to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was where I was going with the ADD part of it. <laughs> um, I don't even know what, like what to talk about anymore. Like, what do we got? We got fucking more Twitter. Sh- oh, do you, do you guys want to talk about the heavy shit first? Or do you want to talk about EA and not knowing what NFTs are? Let's talk about let's talk about that. I want to talk about NFTs. You want to talk about NFTs? All right. Let's talk about <laughs> NFTs, everybody. They're sweeping crazy the nation, apparently. Non fungible oh. tokens. Wanna to know what the fuck those are? PNGs for sale. Yeah, so <laughs> uh so my buddy um Quiggles, uh, who's my crypto guy, um, was telling like we we joke around each other with uh, NFTs and stuff, and his NFT like he's got Grandpa Apes they're called, <laughs> so he's got a, a couple of NFTs and stuff. Um, that's one thing like I don't feel comfortable getting into because I I always say the joke with him like he sends me what they look like and I'm like I just screenshotted and now they're mine. Uh, because in reality, with NFTs, all you're doing is selling the receipt that you bought to make it legit <laughs> is basically how it works. Um, you, but are there's... Making a co- you are making a copyright of a digital image. Correct. And you're selling, and selling that it as your own. Yes. And you're selling the copyright portion of it or the, the sale portion of it. I don't know. Uh, it's anyway, it's uh more crypto shit that um I just don't want to learn about. But some of the art is cool. Uh, some of it is kind of dumb. 
And um, most of it is stolen. I don't know if I don't know if it's stolen, but yeah. dude, all... they're strip they're ripping it straight off of the fucking internet. You have gotten images straight up from Google, including including images that weren't at all ever made to be sold. They were just, you know, free images for you to fucking take. They're taking images off of fucking YouTubers. So they're the, what I'm saying that part of it would be the scammers. Here's the here's the grift with NFTs. This is how this works. The people who are convincing you that NFTs are worth something are the people who own the NFTs. It's a giant fucking pyramid scheme, in my opinion. And I mean, if you get into it and you make money on it, okay, great. But 90% of the people are fucking getting their asses taken to the fucking cleaners on this shit. And that's why I kind of want to stay from it. And originally, that's what I thought, like, about cryptocurrency but cryptocurrency is different so cryptocurrency you can actually spend where the non-fungible tokens are literally buying the equivalent of like fine art and then trying to sell it as for like a profit you know what i'm saying so it's it doesn't make any sense anyway so with ea where were you going with it because i was going to go to ea no, go ahead and go on okay. to eat. For me, for me, the whole thing is a complete fucking scam. That's the how that's that's how I feel about it too. And and Quiggles is gonna listen to this and then call me and bitch at me for the next hour over the next week and a half at work. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just give him my phone number and he can just fucking <laughs> yell at my goddamn invoice box for a little while. I'll ignore it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, um, but so EA wants to use uh, NFTs in their video games. Now, the equivalent of video game NFTs would be skins. Here is the problem with it. EA doesn't even know how they want to go, like what the NFTs or how it's going to work or how it's going to integrate blockchain or they can't even answer the simple questions that the crypto people can answer. So EA is literally just doing it to make money that is the end the end all be all point point for ea think about it this way remember how we complained about loot boxes and with ea with gambling yes this is the exact same fucking thing they're trying to bring nfts and like that gambling portion and trying to make their games worth something when they don't even know how the fuck it works they just want to no, make they money wanted, on it they wanted to make it worth something to you before it was we can sell you the product that absolutely has no worth, but you might have a chance to get it if you, you know, pay to our system. Now they're trying to go with here's the same system, but now you can make the money off of it yourself if you want to. Like you said before, it's a goddamn pyramid scheme, at least when it comes to fucking EA. So the main question with EA was how are people going to take their NFTs if they have them? when the servers close down and no longer have access to them, how can they move them? How can they control them? How can they get them out of the video game and into like a wallet or whatever it is? And EA can't answer those questions (laughs) at all. (laughs) They can't because that would be, that would be the question of a financial institution and EA is not a financial institution. Right. So they're just literally trying to make money out. So I fucking can't stand this whole fucking thing. Now, I'm am I saying that there are games out there 
from independent games that are played on blockchains where the developers own those games and they're not having to worry about distribution and they can deal with that. Yeah, those might be like legit. There's some free NFT games out there, which it turns into like a Monster Hunter Pokemon scenario where you're trying to collect the rare one. And then once you have it, you can show it like fucking what what, what game is that? Neopets. Neopets? Neopets. I think it's Neopets. Right? Fuck, I can't remember the name of that fucking game. It's got to still be out there. Or uh, Club Penguin, I think, is the other one. Um, it'd be like it'd be like that type of shit. Um, so I don't uh, I don't exactly know how these video games are doing. It's got to be Neopets. Hold on. I'm fucking <laughs> going to eat at you, isn't it? It is 100 percent going to eat at me. No, it's not Neopets. What the fuck was it? Um, maybe there was another one back in the day, not Neopets. Um, I can't remember it. Was it the, was it Tamagotchis? No, it's, it's basically you collected like animals and then you can give like, you know, train them. It was kind of like tamagotchis but it was all, all digital neopets wasn't digital neopets had toys and a tv show well tamagotchis were all digital yeah but that's a different hold on I, online hold on let me see is this it this one i'm thinking about i don't know there's one of them out there that people used to play like way back in the fucking day like uh, back in the nineties, right? And they yeah. played them on these little keychain things. No, I'm talking about like actually online. I can't. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think it was Guy Online. Might be. You get these little avatars and you can dress them up, like whatever. And were they anime characters? Yeah. Yeah, that's Guy Online. Yeah. Okay. So. Gaia online like that could run on an NFT like type thing. But what would that change from what they're already doing? You know what I mean? Because you can sell you can auction off those in like an auction house and stuff like that. So literally it's just game skins. At that I'm, point, I mean, like, if you wanted to make that comparison, you could have gone to like Diablo three's auction house. Does Diablo three have an auction house? It used to. I don't think it does. Anyway, or, got, the, or the World of Warcraft auction house or the EVE online um, ecosystem like the games that have like, OK, um, EverQuest or World of Warcraft still has an auction house. So you can still use World of Warcraft as like a thing. But like any anything that has like a money currency, like value type thing and then has a real world like attachment to it, like technically World of Warcraft gold is sold. So it has an equivalent, just like Eve Online money is sold. So like that is basically what NFTs are. But like what happens when the game's no longer there and that's not worth anything anymore and you haven't gotten rid of it? Like that's the questions I'm trying to get answered, because like you can say something's on a like a blockchain. I don't uh, maybe I just need to understand how blockchains work. But like I, as of right now, I think the whole NFT thing is a giant grift. That's all it is. 
Oh, well, sure. if we, if we want to answer, at least you have some idea. The server can't shut down. That's the most crucial part. It can't shut down. We know inevitably it must, but in order for them, in order for those uh, quote unquote NFTs to have value, end quote, the only way to do that is to keep the servers online and if ea is not making any money because those are because those nfts are being sold uh amongst the player base they would so that it, it, it doesn't benefit them to keep it open that's what i'm saying so you'd get this nft right from their you get the skin and then you sell that skin right to another player yeah. that secondary market ea gets no port well technically they'd get a, a royalty from it so the way NFTs work now is that the creator of the NFT gets like a f- five or 10% royalty of the sale. So if you're selling it over the amount that you paid for it, somebody's making money on it, but you have to constantly sell over for anybody to be making money on it. So like, I mean, I guess in the long run, they'd be making a shit ton of money, but then you can't change the game. You have to be able to transfer the stuff. You'd have to it. It would stifle game development, in my opinion. It maybe would stifle game development in EA, which I mean, at this point, you're basically asking a corpse (laughs) to reanimate itself. Right. But I'm talking about other companies, too. You'd stifle growth in that company if they just stuck to that one game. All they have to do is say no, no NFTs. That's all I would say. If right, they're but, smart, but what say about, no to it. But, but what about the companies EA that are building on the blockchains and on their like their whole game is based around the NFTs? What are you going to do? You're going to keep developing the same thing and keep developing skins and rare item drops and stuff like that until you're fucking dead and somebody else uh, has to take over? Like, that's... that's that's how NFTs would have to work, right? Like, you, your game development would be stuck in that one game. You couldn't develop another game because you'd have to constantly have a team developing that one game. We don't have enough data, unfortunately, to be able to see a more definitive outcome to, to determine. Yeah, because the, 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 longest, the longest MMO that's out right now is wouldn't it be like something like RuneScape or EverQuest, and that shit's only been out for like what, forty years now? Um, hold on, let me see. Longest running, it might be actually Maple Story. Not gonna lie, that wouldn't shock me. Longest running MMO. For Cadia. Fair enough. I've never heard of this game. <laughs> Neither have I. I was oh, thinking RuneScape yeah. because I remember that shit back in the 90s. <laughs> this article's from 2010, and it's telling me uh, Nexus, Kingdom of the World, Tibia, or Tibla. Did I read that wrong? No, Tibia. Um... Burcadia, which looks like RuneScape, Mirrodin 59, and The Realm Online. And then 
Furcadia holds. Hold on. This is on Wikipedia. The so best th- source of all. Yeah. Uh, Furcadia free to play MMORPG set in a fantasy world inhabited by magical creatures based on the user created content with emphasis on world building, exploring, socializing, and freeform role playing. Furcadia hosts a large volume volunteer program called the Beacon Helpers, allowing players to help with the community moderation. Welcoming new players, handling in-game technical support, blah, blah, blah. And this has been running since 1996. Fair enough. That's about right, at least for RuneScape as well. Maybe that one's just only slightly older. Um. Yeah iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch client was released on July 19th, 2010, though it is no longer available for download. Yeah, obviously. In 2012, Furcadia launched a Kickstarter campaign to re to renovate the entire game into a series of updates called The Second Dreaming. It was successful in 2016. It released The Second Dreaming Part 1, which added new 32-bit world-building tools. Huh. Who would have known? All right. Well, that is your longest running MMORPG for Acadia. <laughs> They're hitting nearly 30 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking great. Hold on. September 2021. This is the nine of the oldest MMORPGs. Age of Conan. I didn't even know that was still around. Lord of the Rings Online, 2007. Guild Wars, 2005. Holy shit, that's still going. A Tale into the Desert, in the Desert, 2003. RuneScape was 2001. Dark Age of Camelot, 2001. Anarchy Online, 2001. EverQuest 1999. That's still going. And then Ultima Online 1997. Yep. God damn. Fucking crazy. And this article is from 2021. So, yeah. Hot damn. The things you learn on a podcast. (laughs) There you go, folks. Anyway, but like, okay, say, so I guess you could run them forever. <laughs> you could, but would you want to? Right. And then the money has to be worth something. It, it has to be worth something then. And I don't think at the very least when it comes to <sighs> cosmetics, I don't think for, for a game, I don't think that would be worth it. What do I know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but you know, it's not EA's not the only one going through the NFT craze. Lots Square of Enix too. Yep, Nintendo's yeah. looking into it as well. It's fucking insane, dude. Fucking Pepsi's doing it too. Like, come on. See, I told you never to fucking trust Pepsi. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I just like their cherry flavored soda more than I do Coke. All right. That's fair. <laughs> God, I haven't hit it. I haven't hit it. Well, I don't know. I think I like cherry Coke better than I like cherry Pepsi. It depends. I like cherry Coke in the can better. I like cherry Pepsi on tap better. Yeah, I can agree with that. I go with Coke, but only with my the best f- version of Coke is the one in the pl- in the in the glass bottle. No, best version of Coke is <sighs> McDonald's. <laughs> no, I disagree. Buy the glass bottle at the fucking bo- at the, from fucking Mexico. You don't know what you don't know what you're missing out. I love me some Mexico. Yeah, that's but that's a different like that's different Coke. <laughs> it's not the you just used a different Coke from a McDonald's. No, 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 McDonald's Coke is just filtered. It's just filtered water that's put through it. Yeah, but it doesn't change the corn syrup. Mexico is actually sugar based. Yeah, see, it's different. the The freaking recipe is different. So don't tell me I do. I chose different Coke. No, <laughs> I did not. You did choose a different Coke. You chose new Coke and you know it. <laughs> I chose filtered water in the, Coke. <laughs> in the words of di- in the words of Doctor Evil, you chose Doctor. You used the Diet Coke. <laughs> diet Coke. You're the Diet Coke of evil. Honestly, I I really I drink uh, Dr Pepper, Diet Dr Pepper, or Diet Pepsi. That's pretty much all I drink. <laughs> if I'm drinking pop. <laughs> Lately, I've been drinking. I hate my, I hate my job because I've been getting back to Monster. Oh, I drink like, I drink like four or five cans a day. Jesus Christ, Orlando! No, (laughs) dude, my eyeballs twitching just thinking about that. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) if it makes you feel any better, I only drink the sugarless ones now, like the orange (laughs) one. Apparently, it's sugar free. That just tastes. But like I need nut- I, I I need that maniacal boost. The light blue <laughs> one is sugar free, also. Good Christ! Yeah. No. Uh, does that mean that okay? If it's sugar free, does that mean they use uh, sugar alcohol then? Oh, that would be bore. That'd be much worse. I have no idea. I mean, I could look it up. <laughs> Shit yourself inside <laughs> out if it's sugar alcohol. But I bet you it's probably Splenda or something. Which again. Don't drink Monster. Holy fuck. Do, I'd rather you do five-hour energy shots at that point. Oh, fuck. Yeah, having having not drank soda consistently for almost a year now, like, unless it's, like, Sprite, like, clear colas or, like, ginger ale, I can't fucking do dark cola anymore. Good on you, man. My fucking body just gets so angry at me if I do that shit. It's uh, sucralose, also known as Splenda. Mmm, tastes like chemicals and broken dreams. Yeah. A popular artificial sweetener found in sugar-free versions of Rockstar, Bang, and Monster. Ugh. Fucking joy. <laughs> I, I still don't know how Monster's still in business, man. They Their fucking caffeine content is way higher than what they... Uh, advertise as which puts it into like drug levels <laughs> yeah it's it's borderline unsafe i knew people slipping, who got slipping yeah. that free bribes man just like here you go just you just don't 
don't you worry about it don't don't worry about our content the crash from bang i fuck dude i can't i don't drink it i can't drink it anymore but the crash from bang like after the four hour mark like i literally start to fall asleep standing up it's fucking ridiculous and then i can't that's and dude i'm doing like 80 hour shifts at work and i'm just like no i have to yeah but because i'm i'm that active no, what I'm saying is the bang energy drink, you will crash. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You will crash after, like, the four-hour mark. And then the, um, like, while I'm taking, like, while I'm drinking it, like, after the first hour, like, my eyeballs start to fucking twitch. Like, there's just that much fucking caffeine in it. It's it's ridiculous, man. I can, it's, uh, it's weird because I haven't really needed caffeine unless, like, I was going really hard at work. And that was the only time where it's just like, okay, I need to, I need to speed up because I feel like I'm fucking dragging ass. And like, I've done that twice since I started this new job and I've been there for about a month now. Like otherwise I, my energy level has been relatively even handed, but then again, I'm not working anywhere near the levels you two are. <laughs> Yeah, I even mean, with two, I, even with two fucking jobs, I'm still not anywhere near you two. I don't drink. Yeah, no, no, I don't drink the energy drinks. How I get through my day is like when I'm starting to get tired. Like I will literally stop for lunch, and I will eat see, lunch. You, <laughs> see, you can do that. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> fair. I'm allowed an hour lunch, and I take it every day. See, there you go. You know my I, lunch is on the same time, and it's only for a half hour. That's oh, all yeah. I get. Your company's fucking retarded, then. Um, I only get a half hour for lunch. Fuck you. Yours is stupid too. Then fucking yeah, but I get uh, but I get two breaks, so it equals out to about an hour. Oh, you lucky bastard! I get it. I get a full hour lunch and a ten minute paid break. Half hour lunch, fifteen minute break. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's still not bad. I mean, at least you still have a moment to go catch your fucking thoughts and then you know fall screaming into the abyss again. At least you're getting I mean, paid for it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get paid for lunch. No, I'm talking about for working as much. Oh, yeah. The money's good for uh for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you keep going the way you are, you'll be out you'll 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 have those two uh headaches that you have fucking laid out pretty quickly. Yeah, that's that's, that's the reason why I'm going overboard as I am. Because once that gets through, then I can uh Savor in it, savor the rest of it as sweet extra cash. That is true. Uh, Get you lined of, up to own a home. Speaking of, <laughs> oh man, I want Just that credit right. rating fucking up. So I'm be like, oh yes, I want that beautiful new house right there. You see that one right there? Don't. Yes, it's calling out to me. Whatever you do, don't do it right now. <laughs> Please don't do it right now. You're gonna get shafted in the market. Um, I'm not, I'm I'm getting shafted right now with the comes to the automobile business. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, but the fucking interest rates are about to go back through the roof, and the housing market prices still have not like evened out yet. Like my house technically is like I think sixty thousand dollars more <laughs> on an like a an estimate than what I paid for it. So yeah, no, and I and I haven't done anything but the landscaping. So, um. Yeah, <laughs> don't do I mean, it right fair now. Fair enough. You're gonna get shafted in the market. Um, fuck, where was I going with this? So, something involving gaming, I hope. Because holy fuck, we've kind of gone off on a tangent. Yeah, we have gone off on a tangent. Oh, speaking of money, that was it. <laughs> speaking of money, um, I was talking to somebody, and 
Um, I think with the Kofi, like it was cool to like um to offer the like you know you tip us you get a topic on the podcast type thing and only one person i mean a couple people did it and i keep badgering these people for their topics and they don't give it to me so i was thinking about going to just leaving like a tipping thing but then maybe doing something where like you have access to a discord with us and then like once a month we do like a like a get together type thing with like everybody so if anybody's interested in that, let us know, and then we'll I'll set up everything to be like that. But as far as right now, the Kofi's the way it's going to stay, and you don't have to do it. You like our content, listen to us, support us, tell your friends, stuff like that. Um, if you really like us, you know, drop us a dollar. <laughs> so, yeah, we yeah. we don't drink much coffee, but we'll certainly take the tips for you know other beverages. I'll. I'll buy a LaCroix or, you know, assorted bubbled water with, you know, a slight aftertaste of flavor. Yeah, exactly. You'll let me buy monsters so that I can stay awake at work. Yeah, and if, <laughs> as, if you follow me on, like, the fucking, if you follow me on Twitter or TikTok and, or anywhere I have the link tree, like, you can find it easily. So, um, yeah, I probably should have saved that for the end of the show, but here it is now. So, moving on. <laughs> wait, wait. Side note on that Kofi thing. I, I didn't even realize that it was also actually a social media site. I had no idea. I only found out because when I made a donation myself to a particular artist that I happen to really like, I like her work. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know because she sent me a message through it, and I'm like, wait, it, 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 it can send me messages? Yeah, it's, it's a fucking social media site. What the fuck? So it's like, um. It's like Twitter type thing. Not Twitter. It's like, uh, we'll Facebook. say Facebook. Like yeah. We'll say it's like Facebook, but with the option to like tip the creator. Yeah. So just pretty. By yeah. the way, the one the artist that I'm talking about, her name is Nintendo. She does like, uh, she does like fan Super Mario Brothers comics, which is really <laughs> nicely done. Fantastic. That's awesome. Does she actually have like physical stuff to purchase or is it just all digital? I think for now it's all digital, but this is the first time I've ever donated, so I don't know for sure. Fair enough. Um, but it would be great if she actually did do it. I mean, she could. She has the like. She is extremely talented, and I couldn't. Uh, I I could see her, um, doing like, a physical media, for sure. Okay. Although I don't, I think the only reason why she doesn't do it is because, again, it's Super Mario fan fiction comics. So I don't think that's something you could uh, do without uh, Nintendo, Nintendo breathing finding out. Yeah. Neck. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Oh, that, that's, why, made, that's why, like, she made fictional versions of Mario and Luigi's parents. Um, cutely enough, their, their names are Marco and Louise. Clever. <laughs> nice. Nice. I found so going back to like stuff as far as like Patreon goes and stuff like that. Like, I apparently there's different options. There's like a support option where you can like support people, and then there's the option of us giving stuff back. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, we don't have a product other than our podcast to give back to people. So it's like, how would you even like do that? But, yeah, we would need to expand on that. Yeah, we definitely would need to do that. But well, yeah, because you're gonna award kicker. tier. You can you can do tier well levels where tier like levels, you get yeah. things for it. 
the thing with it is, is like other than the merch that we have, like I don't know how that we, we'd make that work. Exactly. So yeah, that would never work. And somebody was trying we, to. Uh, we so, just start being more creative. No, um, fucking um, a lady, uh, uh, Shoshi, that I follow on TikTok, who's creating her own miniature, um, which is kind of more news that we could talk about. Um, she was the one that was trying to t- uh, to get me to set up the Patreon, I guess. But I'm like, I don't. I don't know about you guys, but like outside of like talking about this, like I randomly like word of mouth tell people about the cod pod cod <laughs> about the podcast, but I don't tell people like I don't really like market it a whole lot outside. Like I've ran t- uh, Facebook ads um, and I talk about it on TikTok a little, but maybe I just need to be better about talking about the podcast. Instead I wear, of just my, doing I the, wear podcast. the shirt to work. Yeah, at, so do I um, <laughs> every other every other day. And people fucking they fucking love it because they think I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> nice. No, like, but, no, um, this is our this is our podcast motto. God damn it. Yeah. It's like we like you have a podcast. Hell yeah. Tune to it. We talk all sorts of stupid shit. We actually we for for being three weeks of no podcast, we've still been steady with downloads. So thank you to the people that still listen to us and are catching up with us or at least spreading the word about us. So, yeah, I'm going to make a better I'm going to make a better effort of talking about the podcast and getting people over the podcast now, I think. Because but you got to know what the bird anyway, is the bird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Shoshi was telling me about because she set up a Patreon because she used to be mini paint on Twitch. And um, she was telling me about how she set hers up, which was more of like a support way of setting up where people just basically sign up as their like support. And you don't really offer anything in return. And I'm like, the way she was making it sound like that's I don't want people just giving me money. Like, <laughs> like if you support us, cool. Um, that's what the whole Kofi part of it was. And you can just tip whatever amount. And there's no like monthly obligation. You're not suckered into signing up and then having to forget about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're the reason you don't get food because you overdrafted your account on your like dollar membership or some shit. Like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> like, so, um, look, while that while while it's great that you have some th- that level of concern, I would also be questioning on how in the hell did you manage to overdraft your bank account when it was only a dollar that was taken? <laughs> Lando, why is are you? Hold saying? on. Hold on. Are you you Lando really asking that question? I have to ask that question. Why I'm do you have asshole. to? <laughs> you've been that poor wait i don't yes. understand <laughs> so so you can understand that me being that much of a dumbass you forgot like it would be for it would be forgetting that it would be I'm forgetting that you have you know a... that i was that stupid <laughs> and i still am yeah, that's the enough. point i'm fair. trying to make anyway so our one person or two people who have donated to us on kofi i think two people yeah two people that donated to on kofi um, actually paid for a month paid for a month of our um, server stuff um, God because, bless I, them. because I pay monthly for that which is cool like it's cool it just it kept our server running where I didn't have to spend the money myself <laughs> anyway <laughs> we thank you for your kind donations yes. and keeping our platform up float uh, yes especially over the like the last like three months because that was kind of rough for me um, yeah dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck 
it still hasn't evened itself out yet, but it's about to. Um, but yeah, so no, like we definitely appreciate it. So don't ever think like if you're gonna give to us, we're just gonna like shit all over you, forget about you. It's definitely we're we're a group of guys that actually like give a shit and definitely hardcore appreciate it because we know that you like us and um, we we it shows us that you like us outside of sharing it and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, you just reminded me of that old scene in the 90s. I can't remember if it was either Eddie Murphy or Chris Tucker that goes, You like me! You, you really, really like me! Like me. <laughs> I think it was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, let's move into... Oh, fuck. The G4 shit, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, I think everybody is starting to get tired of this particular topic but I, we I just know. happened to start our first episode of the year tonight while it's still burning ablaze so let's go ahead and throw our gasoline tanks into this fucking bonfire of so, a shit show who wants to ex- mm. who wants to explain how it started <laughs> okay so g4 ha- has risen from the grave shambling corpse and all and Right out the fucking gate, the first X play episode, one of the fucking co one of the fucking uh, co hosts decides to fucking just go absolute full on insane, like out the gate. And there, the things she was talking about have validity. I'm not going to undermine anybody when it comes to the points they're trying to make. But there is no discernible fucking reason that you would take such a massive drunken swing at your audience. Right at the fucking start. Unless you're trying to make a point or you are dead ass trying to ensure that there is a specific group of people who are not watching your content and you are about to find out how massive that 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 section of that people are are in contrast to the rest of the people who are watching your shit. I hope that doesn't happen, but I have no fucking like faith that. She, th- this person understands, and I don't even know her. I don't even remember her fucking name because it was so complicated. It was Frost. It? Frost. Yeah. What? Frost. Frost with a K. Frost. Yeah. That is idiotic. Confusing. Yes. It's confusing, but she goes to. And it, I guess this was at the start of the show. That was the start. I thought it was like the middle. Was yeah, it the it middle? Was. I was don't. It the middle or the middle. start? It was just an. It was a. I think it was around around. around it was 11 minutes. Okay. The, I thought she I thought she opened with that. I'm like, how do you start with that and not have an audience and and have an audience after all that? No. Yeah. No. They had an intro and then during the middle of the show she busted that out and it lasted around roughly 11 minutes. The thing is is that when pe- when she was telling people that she could see the comments that they were leaving, people checked back to see if what okay. she was saying right. was true. Stop, stop, stop fucking teasing what she said and somebody actually tell people what she said. Like she was, <laughs> she was calling out sexism. She was she, saying that people, the people, nobody wants to know that how bangable that she, her. she did. She said, I don't want, I don't give a shit about how bangable I am and how much you jerk off to me. Uh, some, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Right. You know, 
Morgan Webb and uh, Olivia Munn were not on there to be eye candy for you, to be to be soft on the eyes for you, which is demonstratively false. incorrect. It's false as fuck. Like with, with with cited sources, most most of the people who were countering her claims had all of the footage for when Olivia and Morgan Webb were on there. And yeah. no, that's exactly the reason they were on there. Their contributions did not have other than that were obviously much greater than they were in the context of, you know, their, you know, eye candy status. But no, they were absolutely on there to be, you know, a nice fucking chaser for the goddamn straight shot that was, you know, the the other, you know, homely fucking nerd people who were on Attack of the Show and, and you know, Adam Sessler because he's a goddamn fucking tr- troll creature. Yeah, so the my argument is G4, there's a reason people like me don't end up on TV. <laughs> you have a face for radio, friend. <laughs> that's what I'm that's why I'm doing and a, a podcast. Voice for Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Anyway, but about the, but think about it, like there's a reason people get cast in these roles. You like look at Henry Cavill, right? Uh or uh Jason Momoa. Like, have you seen some of the stuff that women say to them in, like, the comment sections of certain things? Like, there's there's a reason they're casting these roles, right? Because You don't even fucking need to go that far. You, you already saw right. the video that I sent you where apparently there was a little skit that they had where the ver- Frosk herself is air groping one of her motherfucking co-hosts. Yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs> it was just a quick second. It oh, was, okay. Like, like it, it, but it's right but there. Th- the things the she was saying is exposed for the world to see. She participated in the very sexism she's criticizing others of making. So she she went on this like long tangent, and it would have been fine if she would have stuck with the how women are treated in gaming thing. Like you, you know the stuff that we've already basically heard from anita sarkeesian our favorite fucking popular hobo over here and popular hobo honestly like i haven't checked in on her money and i won't do a fucking thing i haven't checked in to see if she has anything to say about it because i'm pretty sure she's going to show her her head on this one but um (sighs) like she if she would have stuck like women in gaming are objectified like this is what guys want to see and blah 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 Okay, that's fine. But then she straight up attacked people. Like, I see everybody in the comments saying these things, and I don't need to know how many times you jerked off to me. But then to go as far as to say that Olivia Mund was not on the show to be a pretty face is the entire reason G4 cast her in the role that she was in. Like, she did, I mean, she did offer other things, obviously, but there's a reason she was there. Like, G4 wouldn't have put her in that position or hired somebody in that position at the time because it was we're talking about like what the early 2000s late 90s with Olivia Mund like yeah early 2000s G4 wasn't a thing in the 90s okay no but they had tech tv it was um I think tech tv started at the end of the 90s they went on for a bit and then G4 merged with them or someone it was a buyout of some kind but yeah they they're uh that, that, there's a bunch of stuff around that. But yeah, that's exactly the reason she was fucking put in there. 
And if you want to, and the funny thing is, is like I've watched um, a couple of videos uh, that were talking about her time on G4, and they were also talking about apparently I didn't even fucking know this, but she for a fleeting moment was on the Daily Show as a fucking uh, as a as a uh, a reporter, quote unquote, because you know they're not really reporters. Yeah. And she was like there for all of a fucking uh, an episode, and then never was on again. So clearly there was an aspect to her that was definitely more utilized than any of her other, you know, abilities and talents at that point. And it didn't so, shine through in other mediums. So here's the thing that I find that's rather all this information that we know that is demonstrably con contradictory to her claims. And yet right before her rant, Frost goes on and says that she was ecstatic. <laughs> to be joining G4 because it's a program or a channel that she's been watching since she was a little girl. With all that being there, why did you join G4 in the first place? It clearly wasn't a channel that if we want to go make, if we want to humor her argument, it wasn't a place for her to be there because it was very, very raunchy and you can make the argument that it was very disrespectful for women to be on that show, to be on that channel. And the likelihood of you being objectified on G4 was great, especially when you had some when you had some alumni returning to the goddamn channel like Adam Sessler who worked on those same projects doesn't matter that he's already, you know, that he's changed himself to be the douchebag that we know of today. Yeah, he, he still worked pretty on comfortably. The funny thing for Sessler is, is that at one point he tried to do his own production on YouTube and I actually enjoyed the content they were putting out. It wasn't until he started to put his put his whole ass into Twitter and all of his fucking hot takes that he was doing there that people started to realize what kind of a fuck nugget he really was. And he is. He is an absolute fucking douche nozzle. Wishing anybody your own family to die while drinking, uh, while drinking bubbly tea just because they have a certain political affiliation is demonstrably douchebaggery. Sitting on a fucking video game panel at a goddamn... Uh, it was a convention or it was at E3? It, with it was a... It was a panel at a convention with Jim fucking Sterling saying that he would fucking dox people. You, you have a right to say whatever you want, and I have a right to dox your ass. Really? Motherfucker, you better come to my house armed because you're losing limbs if you come to my fucking house like that. I'm sorry. You don't make those fucking statements. There's freedom of speech for a fucking reason. If someone tells you you're being a ch chuckle fuck, you either step up and punch him right in the fucking throat for saying it, or you shut the fuck up. The internet isn't a real place. And and I'm sorry, I'm going to quote Dave Chappelle. Twitter isn't real life. Twitter will never be real life, no matter how much these fucking idiots want to make it real life. Thank God, because the world is already as cesspool as it is. Right. And there's no fucking reason to even, you know, dine to make those kind of to be that kind of person. And yes, Twitter was a it was a really nice tool to be able to brand yourself, to be able to put yourself out there. But. As someone who is, and I'm going to say it, I was a recovering Twitterite. 
I managed to, without any kind of real real amplification or any plat- platform boosting, get myself to over 2,000 fucking followers just being, a, just being a layman. And by the end of it, all I had to show for it was too much stress, 425 pounds, and an irregular fucking heartbeat. I stepped away from that fucking platform, and I couldn't be happier. I occasionally will jump on there to say hi to people I know and to update them on life things. But otherwise, I don't waste my fucking time on that platform. There's too much fucking drama, and it's not fucking worth it. It's not worth it to watch these fucking idiots sit in their fucking echo chambers being slack-jawed morons about everything that happens around the world because they cannot see outside of their own fucking personal bubbles because it's too fucking horrifying to look at the real world. I'm sorry. I don't have any fucking sympathy for these people. I don't. This is the reason why we can't better anything in the world, because you're too terrified to look at the real world to try and make it a better place. You'd rather sit in a fucking fantasy. Yep. I absolutely 100% agree. That's why I sent, it's why I showed there was earlier, because while I'm, I'm being the idiot joining in the Twitter jungle, some jackass who is annoyed that Twitter is treating him, an 18-year-old, like a fucking adult, and he's annoyed by it. I'm sorry. Here's the fucking thing. You are an adult. You had 18 fucking years to get your life in order, to get your shit good to go. And if you can't do that or you couldn't do that within those 18 years, now it's your responsibility as an adult to get your shit straightened out. It's not you don't your lack of experience is no longer an excuse. Your childhood was a training program in all essence, and now the training is over. The test now begins. Yeah, and the problem with that is is it's a 50-50 situation for these people. Half of it's their fault for not absorbing what they could, and the other half is the fault of the people who are raising them because they didn't offer them anything to fucking absorb. Yeah, when you, but if you're going to have and that's perfectly fine. I will not de- I'm not going to deny that you may have had shit parenting. You know me that I, you know my personal situation. But if you feel yourself to be intelligent in any particular way, you should have the fortitude or the foresight enough to go maybe I'm not ready and I need to go and you know actually take the initiative and study up on what I need to know so that I can be better prepared to be out in the real world when it's my time. And this is coming from someone who failed in that attempt because even in his own schooling, while he, he is only making the, he's only making this now with the foresight that he's had from back, or should say, the hindsight, there we go. Given the fact that I could have done that, I could have gone and better prepare myself, knowing that, knowing that no one was really teaching me the skills I needed to get better, to, to do better in life. That was my fuck up. But now I'm learning. I, now I'm learning and paying the price. I got to work harder to better my life and work smarter to do it. But now I have to do it, and now I have to do it at a disadvantage. But I'm not blaming people 
for my mistakes. I am correcting those mistakes. There's just assholes out there who think that because they're going to be screwed over, that those people that they believe that they're blaming should be the ones to fix the problem, even though they're already at that point where they can fix it themselves. Wait, they just don't want to fix it. Did we change topics? I have not been listening because I went down the rabbit hole of Anita Sarkeesian and then I decided to look up G4 on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not your fault. Sorry, I'm just bad. zoned out. I just want to know if we switch topics. Like what happened here? No, no. That, we got off tangent because, <laughs> you know, like Fair. I said, Twitter's a fucking cesspool. Well, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to let you repeat that. I'll, go, I'll just sure listen to it later when I actually listen to my to our own podcast because I do that. <laughs> anyway, so um, where did we get with this topic? Because I'm just going through Twitter right now. <laughs> so Anita Sarkeesian hasn't said anything. Um, where did you guys get to with G4? <laughs> <laughs> fucking a dude I'm, um, I'm just being honest like i fucking completely i zoned appreciate out. that you just zoned out <laughs> on us and we're actually owning up to it but we were calling sessler an unfortunate prolapse because that's what he fucking is gotcha i have no idea who sessler is anyway yeah, um, he's better one, that way he's, he's one, one of the, of the people from the show yeah he's one of the original hosts from from x play along with morgan webb if you never okay. watched any of that stuff I it have. doesn't I, fucking thank you here's I the thing to... about for me for g4 here's the thing I liked watching G4 when I was a kid, when I was younger. And the reason why I did was because as a gamer, those guys were fucking unprofessional. They weren't the uptight assholes that you would see in every other station. Those guys were laid back and just were fucking insane people. And I'm gonna modern, say G, modern G4 nowadays, they want to capture that magic, but don't want to press. They don't want to... Um, they don't want to press the wall, if you know what I'm saying. They don't want to push the border. So they try to appeal through nostalgia, but also they don't want to go crazy with it. Like one of the examples that they showed um, to contradict Frost's uh, statements about, about the previous hosts was, you know, one of them doing the, the hot dog gag where she got on top of one of the people and just ate the damn hot dog like it was a goddamn dildo. Um, they did something similar with that in a previous episode, only there wasn't any writing, and they used the slap of ham. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, right? Not necessarily, it's not necessarily crazy, it's just goofy, and yeah. it's awkwardly goofy well, anyway, go, going back to my point like here's the thing if if people are complaining about her not yes. being hot which is i mean that is her people, claim okay, that's her claim that's fine I'm, the people, reason why i'm saying it's a claim. i guarantee people are doing that but i also guarantee that the majority of the people watching the show do did not like even cross their minds about that right so I, I'm not saying that she's not she doesn't have a valid point because there are assholes out there that do think like that. But for your first show back to discredit Olivia Mund and the other one who literally are have to be hired for the job. Right. She got I don't hired. Think it was their first show, though. Right. But even still, 
She got hired for this job, right? She's on the show. What does it matter who used to be on the show? And I get, like, if she was saying that, like, hey, people are going to think, like, just because I'm not hot, I don't have anything to add to the fucking show. Okay, fine. But those are the fucking dumbass people that she should be attacking, but not in the way that she did it. She said it wrong. So, like, The reason why I'm saying it was her claim is because people check the comments and the chats right because she, she said, said that because she said she could see the chat anything. right but okay one of the things that they this one of the things that they did claim the reason why people were criticizing her was because one she was spreading misinformation on particular topics on previous shows two she has already had a history of doing exactly that in other platforms, including when she was a host, when she was a commentator on the League of Legends community. Whatever. So she's known in gaming, right? So then she's why known is... in gaming to essentially be a fraud. That's I what people are I, criticizing. So her she's for. saying she's and saying when she, on... was beat, when she noticed that she flipped it on the head and used it as a grounds for sexism. That's why people are enraged. She's saying what? she's Dude, saying that this just feels like baiting. Let's 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 is. break this down. That's what this that's is fucking what, baiting. If this, she, she knows if this that is accurate, no that's what she's doing. She knows there's no there's something she knows there's no such thing as bad publicity. She knows that if she takes a drunken swing at a community or two, they're going to get they're going to because even RTU was talking about this. Uh he was he was saying like she she has to understand that the moment she makes this statement, this isn't going to compel people to leave. It's going to compel more people to be pissy pissy bastards in their stream chats, being complete assholes and saying dumb shit. And that's what they want. They understand that they can get the negativity and then they can just block whoever they don't feel like dealing with. Because at the end of the day, they know that that's the best they're going to be able to fucking pull off is having a negative negative uh, channel image that they can drag forward for a bit while, as they shamble along because it's literally this this whole thing is a dumb fucking idea on its face. Like when, when – and this was before I, I realized Adam Sessler was a, was a fucking uh, – was, was a fucking prawn shy of a galaxy. The dude's the, the the dude was trying to resuscitate an a, a, an entire fucking channel that died because the tide was shifting before. They're trying to recreate the same kind of experience, the lightning in the bottle they had, on a platform that has way more fucking people who are already willing to go and do that for less money or or no money in some cases, and probably are a lot more compelling on the channel that killed them in the first place. Yep. Yeah, the irony the irony's not lost on me. Because like the stuff that Sessler was doing prior to this and he only got so far into, I actually was enjoying it because it was relatively straightforward like gaming news. There was no extra bullshit. There was no fucking grandstanding or you know woke scold bullshit that was going on in the background. There it was all just about the games. People can't fucking do it anymore. They have to have ulterior motives on top of ulterior motives on top of a goddamn platform and a pedestal with an ideology wrapped around them like a fucking like a fucking uh, shroud. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Stay in your fucking lane. 
do the fucking things that you want to do. And if you don't want to do them straight or you're trying to use them as a springboard for other bullshit, understand that no one's going to follow you on that road. They're going to dump your ass off on the side because you're adding things that don't need to be added. We've said it countless fucking times. And while we skirted the edge on, be on being political in a lot of things, we've done our fucking damnedest to try and stay within the context of gaming nerd culture stuff. Because politics is politics, and the moment you get too over-political, things stop having focus. And you can't enjoy the things that you're doing because you constantly have to keep – you're on the back foot all the fucking time because you ha you're half expecting someone to keep attacking the things that you care about. To top it all off, it's not even – she. <laughs> it, it was clearly staged. Oh, completely. This was bait. This because she because she mentions in that particular rant that her two co-hosts were also being burned by those no, by the by the same people but only she felt especially enraged so the other hosts whatever critique they were getting they were getting it but she was most affected I mean, I don't. I, I still don't understand why Gerard fucking signed up for this shit. I like it, it was. Is this is, is this him? Or look, who the as fuck much as cares? We, as much as we hate it, as much as we hate it, it's still a legacy brand. It doesn't matter. He already has a fucking brand, a brand that he's that, that a he's brand, brand that has that been dying for years, dude. Really? Yes. Oh, What's I the last realize. time you've been watching his shit? Fair enough. But that's exactly. only because of time. That had Look, nothing to I do like with the fact that I wasn't like trying to watch it. I like – that's why a lot of people have been – instead of you know hating on Gerard specifically, they're, they feel sorry for him because they know that he has potential, that he has done good work despite, despite that he's been essentially declining these past couple of years. They know he's still pretty decent. And it's sad to see him being a part of a essentially a dead channel, a corpse that is essentially decaying by the day and being essentially lit up blaze by his own fucking co-workers. Yeah, well, I, I got nothing on that one, dude. To, to me, it just seems like if you're OK, and maybe it's just because he's been at this game for so long. But, like, he still consistently uploads. So, I mean, his views notwithstanding, if he thought he was going to be dead, then why not do the, what is it, Donkey Kong uh, Country 3 was his, supposed no, to be his Donkey final? Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah, why don't you just do that and fucking put a nail in it and be done with it? Well, that's the, well, that's the thing, isn't it? That would be, put, that would be, that would be making the determination that the channel is no longer profitable. And then biting, and then biting your tongue on the matter. And as we've seen for other channels, we've seen with other channels like you know Game Grumps and shit. There, they would rather uh, keep as many opportunities open as possible and juggle them all until everything burns up in their face. If that uh, that's fucking stupid, and 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 and, and to me. That reeks of that, that reeks of a level of desperation 
that I'm not, I'm no longer comfortable with supporting when it comes to those kind of, those kind of content creators. If you aren't willing to put, to put the fucking, put down the shield as it were, or put down the, put down your sword and actually realize that you are, that there is actually a point when you're done then there's 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 nothing anybody can say to you that you you've you you're going to literally die flailing around with people who, who used to respect you thinking that you've become a pathetic sellout in one way or another well i mean that's essentially what all the what these uh these hosts did they all essentially sold themselves out for essentially a shitty pipe dream it's stupid point. it's fucking stupid I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It, and and again, I can't be in their headspace. I don't know what's going through their head when it comes to that kind of stuff. Maybe it was a situation where they felt it was necessary because maybe at that point they just couldn't see a reason. There, there was no going back for them. Maybe that was it. And if that were the case, I could respect it to a point. But honestly... There's there's a point with bow there's a value in bowing out with dignity, and I don't I'm just not seeing that if that makes sense to you. No, I, I, it's understandable. The, th the thing is, is that I if you look at it from this context, what kind of channel like Gerard's or like uh, or like Doug Walker's? Would be, you know, willing to bow out gracefully after their pro after doing so much, when a channel like uh, James Rolfe's is still going strong, and James been Rolfe, James Rolfe was expanding in the right ways. James Rolfe was doing his damnedest to ensure that any chance he could expand his brand in a different direction, so he wasn't always doing AVGN, he could do so. Yeah. So I for, for so I don't to me. James is in a completely different, completely different dimension because he never let himself stay, be standing still. Even after when he did the AVGN movie and in the, in the, uh, in the ET review, he was still innovating. I so agree. like, do I think he's like a billionaire, you know, with all the money? No, but I think he's comfortable in what he does. And after everything, if you look at, if you, if you watched any of the, the, uh, the stuff involving that guy with the glasses, and a lot of the drama surrounding that 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 fucking headache. There is. Doug had tried his damnedest to to escape uh, the the nostalgia critic moniker, and he couldn't fucking do it because he got too comfortable in his brand. He couldn't get away from what he was trying to do, or couldn't get away to do the things he was trying to do. My apologies, but yeah. At that point, that was what he was doing for all times. And it was going to be a slow degradation where if, if he, even if he could sustain it for a while, eventually people would just get bored of the content he was making because you want to, your demographic is going to change over time, but if you can't stick, stick the younger generation then you're not going to be able to keep the levels that you are because the older people are either going to watch you passively like we did with Gerard because I mean, I haven't watched a video of his in forever, but I still like his stuff. I still like peanut butter gamer stuff, but I don't watch it. Yeah. I still like space hamster stuff. I don't watch it. Yep. 
<clears throat> it's about it's about a, there's only so many hours in the day and I'm not going to waste my energy doing all that shit. That doesn't mean I don't respect what they do or like their work. It's just it's it's on me. And I don't and and it's a use of my time situation. What I watch is what I watch. I don't I I'm not going to go out of my way. And that's fine, but that means that means a creator, at the very least, would have to be aware that that their audience only has so much time and attention to pay to. That means they have to figure out ways to either adapt or crash and burn, in a sense. Or leave the fucking industry with dignity, knowing that you had done something monumental... We have in, seen in the nowadays platform. that that's simply not something that these ass that these assholes do, because they would have to admit that they have no real world value outside of what they're what they contribute, and that and I think that's something they're going to admit, and I think that's really sad. But it's also endemic of a lot of the things that with our generation, because most of these people are fucking millennials. That have been on YouTube long enough and they have established themselves in a way that they thought they could basically ride it off into the sunset. Like it was going to be like a sure thing forever. And honestly, that reeks of gullibility if you thought that that was going to be the fucking case. Why would you ever assume that that was what was going to happen for you? Because like you said, they they have to acknowledge the fact that they offer they have nothing to offer in the real world. I mean, these people tend to go get to go to like conventions and shit all year round along with doing this sort of content. They essentially are living the rock star dream in in a fashion. And that would mean they would have to give up, turn down put away their uh put away their rocking gear and go back to normal society. And what is normal society? When you have, you know, jobs like ours, whether it's driving a UPS truck or wait, work, working in a warehouse or working 80 hour shifts in a warehouse, you're not exactly the most fulfilling thing to do, is it? Not generally, no. No. And there could also be the potential sense that. Even if it's something as doing a regular eight-hour shift like my job, they probably wouldn't be able to do it anyway. Or they would be so miserable as to want go from some go, being so high up at the top to crash and burn and work a mediocre job. The problem that they feel as though it's mediocrity is, to me a level of avarice that I'm not particularly comfortable with. And that is, and, and to me, I don't find it to be a slight against me and what I do. Everyone has their own path. My problem with it is that, that there's this level of elitism that you'd figure these, these people would never have themselves gotten to. Like there should be that voice in the back of their head screaming at them that eventually this all has to come to an end. That nothing lasts forever, but there eventually, but, but human delusion is eventually, human, but human delusion is something that is infinitely fucking powerful and people are more than willing to keep lying to themselves, you know, kicking the can down the road as it were, 
<clears throat> so they don't have to eat so they don't have to eat their words and most of them end up doing so sadly i'm not wishing ill on any of these people and i want people to understand that Same. what you did what you did is absolutely amazing and you should be applauded for it and i will say that with with all with all sincerity but i'm not willing to let myself get let my nostalgia blind me to the fact that change is inevitable there's no way around it if and if you are in a sphere where you think that this that that ride's going to keep going and you haven't diversified in any way say what you want about boogie but boogie said the right thing he said if you aren't diversifying what you're doing if you aren't going out of your way to make sure that you <clears throat> are you know reaching out to to people and getting sponsorships from companies and making sure that you have all they have your have all your ducks in a row before you go half cocked and trying to <clears throat> you know be bigger than you should be then then you deserve what happens to you when you inevitably have stuff like the adpocalypses that keep perpetually they're happening in perpetuity there's a reason that most of these fucking people have gone to, either to Patreon or to Ko Kofi or you know the the myriad other things that they've been doing yep Although I, I, although I imagine none of them expected this sort of complete meltdown with G4 in itself, that was something that <laughs> it was, it was a phenomenal crash and burn, like which f few we've seen in these sorts of channels, especially with, with an eye with an iconic legacy that is G4. Say what you will, but that's a set, that's essentially what happened. They took they they took what was a they took what, a, what was essentially a uh, an icon of yesteryear and burned it like it was one of those cheap fireworks that you pay 5 bucks for. The sparklers. Right. And you're not wrong. That's that's exactly what happened. It was cheap. It was awful, and it was over before you know it. Wow. I don't know. I think about it. It's a lot, a lot like uh, some of those skits. <laughs> yep. But, did we uh, did we lose Jason completely, or is he listening intent listening intently? I'm assuming the former more than the latter. But hey, if there's something that I will agree with, uh, if there's anything that I'll agree with Frost with is, uh, don't like my shit, don't watch it. Well, I wasn't watching in the first place, but uh, you know what? I mean, you convinced me. I won't watch your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sold me on it. I can find better things to do with my time. Certainly, fuck will. I'd rather watch Scott the Waz reruns before <laughs> watching an episode of G Four. Yeah, he uh, definitely still knows how to do what he's doing. And maybe, maybe you always hope each generation that takes over for the previous one will go and learn from uh, learn from the previous generation's mistakes. And maybe these people will just bow out when they need to rather than let them let the, let their star fade. 
or, and then becoming it, some kind of fucking has been. Or if it's or if it's anything like they learned from James Rolfe, it's adapt, no, adapt and uh, re, adapt, adapt and build. And I'm sure with someone like Scott, I'm sure he can definitely do it. He definitely has the talent. Sure and he thing. definitely has the drive. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Jay, are you still there? I think we how lost him. Dis- how did the host disappear from this? He went to go have a wank, didn't he? God damn it. It's fine. We can carry this on. He wants to be, he wants to go off and he wants to go off and beat his meat. That's his that's his thing. I'm not gonna argue. Look, I think the last thing I needed to fucking know was that he's beating his meat in this fucking basement. I mean, where else would you beat it? I mean if nice you have the basement, I suppose. Nice and quiet. Nobody to bother you, just the hum of the heater. Mm. That's good beating time. <laughs> No, he's probably fe- he, he remember he fell down the fucking rabbit hole, so he's likely uh, still falling. Would be my imagination, because <clears throat> I hear movement, and I'm not sure if it's I'm not, I don't think it's you. Yeah, fair enough. Do 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 do. Plus, likely if we keep talking like this, he'll eventually just realize you know we're done talking, and he'll fucking join us. Yeah. Basically, he says, keep going. All right, you master. Uh, as you command, master. <laughs> Guido asks, can you eat a dick? That's my statement. I'm sticking to it. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, the G4 thing was uh, really didn't. It, was, it, it burned with a glorious disaster. It was quite it was quite flavorful. You will not hear me argue. Um, as far as games are concerned, um, we can go through stuff while we're waiting on uh, Chuckles to find his way back to his uh, microphone. Um, uh, we got the Kirby game coming out. Uh, do we know when that's coming out, Lando? Or is that still a TB, TB determined? To be determined at the moment. Likely going to be the end of the year 2022 because that's where a lot of those seem to be lining up at this point. Uh, Triangle strategy is sometime late 2022 as well. Um, uh, new MTG sets, um, Neon uh, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. <clears throat> um despite the back and forth controversy that seems to be happening with that because people don't want any, you know, cyberpunk in their, in their fantasy. I don't really give a shit, but I can understand why people would be a little weirded out by it. You know, everyone has, everyone has their threshold, but like, if you let, if you let them bring out uh walking dead stuff and stranger Things stuff, you already let them walk the slippery slope into, uh, into this. And it's only fair that they try and go in a different direction with Kamigawa because the original Kamigawa block was so ga- was so scattershot and and low powered that they tra- they're trying to recuperate a certain level of uh, viability with the actual I- part of that IP, and I don't blame them for doing so. 
it's something that needed to happen and <clears throat> I'm fine with it as long as it's done, you know, tongue in cheek, like they're doing a lot of things like the new unset that's going to be coming out. That's coming out this year too. And boy, howdy, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get even a single pack of that because the last unsets that came out, I didn't grab any of them except for the singles later. And I could not get my hands on any of the lands at that point. So Jesus whatever. Christ. Yeah. Orlando, there's a lot of random shit that, that comes out with that. And the funny thing is, is with the unset, this unset that's coming up, they're going to actually have some black border cards that can be played in the actual game, which let's be honest, that was going to eventually happen. Wizards has been, Wizards has been flirting with allowing anything goes in a lot of their eternal formats for a while now. And this is, this is to me the, the, the situation that's eventually going to was eventually going to occur. <clears throat> we'll see what happens overall. The, the value in those are in those boxes is obviously going to be in the lands because you're going to have, actual like value lands in there not just basics you're gonna have actual shock lands in the set so that'll be fun as far as neon dynasty is concerned they're doing a bunch of different uh they, they've basically gone the way of Yu-Gi-Oh, honestly and that that's the best thing or or, or Yu-Gi-Oh or baseball cards where they'll have variants on things to create baseball cards more because Yu-Gi-Oh, <sighs> while they have like variants they're usually only so for like very popular iconic cards, whether they're from the anime or from, uh, you know, top tier cards that have made uh, have made an impact in tournaments overall and shit. But those are relatively few and far in between. Are you guys finally moved on? Yes, yeah, we moved on. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nugget, where the hell did you go? I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, don't cut our segment this time, then, because I I made a bunch of jokes about at your expense. So, fantastic. No, I'm not cutting <laughs> anything. Anyway, no. uh, we were talking about we were talking about Neon Dynasty. If you want to jump in on this, you're more than welcome to as well. No, I want to go back because you guys kept fucking cutting me off. <laughs> you're the one who went down the fucking rabbit hole. We assumed you kept going down it, so we just kept talking. No, you guys fucking cut me off, so I couldn't get back into it. Fuckers. Bitch, jump back into it then. God fucking damn fuck. it. Go for it. Anyway, all that shit that she was talking, um, be it whatever, for bad publicity, whatever, supposedly the whole segment was rants from everybody. She was the only one that said anything, and now she's getting those exact comments that she was talking about, like, emailed to her from obvious yeah. troll accounts. So she put up some screen like one of them's hang Obama is the fucking email. Talking about you're too ugly to, to rape and you look like you eat shit. Like that's the comment she's talking about. So that's they might not have, they made because it. if you looked at that comment section, you will find that almost no one was even coming close to that sort of comments. They were all being criticized. They were all criticizing her on the on the shit she's done or the or how bland and mediocre she's you know she is as a uh, as a host she has taken something as simple she's taken those emails framed it and tried to make it look like that was the only thing people were talking about rather than being a very minute section of the internet 
You done? It's a very disingenuous <laughs> take. Yes, I'm done. <laughs> this was from the next day. Okay, she was emailed this shit the next day. I'm not saying she was talking about this on the show. I'm saying the exact thing that she was talking about happened to her right after the fucking show that she said. So, yeah, whatever she said on the show might have not have been warranted at the time, but this is the type of shit she was talking about. That's it. That's all I have to add to that. <laughs> Ah, there are assholes that think that way. And she went after the whole group instead of the specific people that she should have done that to. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> all right, moving on. Neon dynasties. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I'm going to pick anything up. from this. I'm like interested. Uh, I mean, I like the lands and that's about it. The unset, uh, same thing. Like, I don't don't really care outside of the like the godless shrine looks like a fucking it looks like damnation it, it's a piece of garbage art <laughs> in my opinion so compared to the rest of them but yeah no the lands from neon dynasty i like and that's a pretty much about it uh ninjutsu seems to be like it's gonna be fucking crazy um modern's gonna get fucking nuts with the shit and that's about it Uh, yeah, that's how. That's all I feel about it. that one. Comes out February, right? We're still not in the full leak cycle yet, right? Um, I think spoilers are supposed to start not. I think next week, if not next week, the following week. It, it's relatively soon, and that's not even including the fact that they've had so many fucking leaks recently. Yeah, it's all the Infinity, <clears throat> Dominaria United, Double Masters, twenty twenty two. Brothers yeah. War? They're doing the Brothers War with Urza? Yeah, again. Because they haven't again. fucking done that enough. And then jump, the, jump Start's coming back. That's kind of cool. I like that. I'd be happier with it if it wasn't fucking... Um, just constant re-dipping in the same fucking well. I mean, maybe with Brothers War, there's a chance for some Urza reprints, but, like, what the fuck are they going to do? Are they going to finally give us an actual Mishra that's playable? Are they going to give us another Urza? What, what the fuck is going to happen? Commander Legends, Baldur's Gate. Uh, yeah, Commander Legends see. 2 is coming out. Dude, and there's, like I said, they're still, the Commander Legends box are still selling for 110 right now. They haven't spiked at all. Yeah. And, it, and, the, and the EV on them is actually relatively high. There's some good cards in there. Like, you still have Sakashima, you still have. Um, the Planeswalkers are still selling. All the other stuff around them, the, the fucking uh, uh, the Vampiric Tutor, the fucking Mana Drains, which I have two of at this point. It's just like, I don't get it. But there's, there's still fucking big box stores that have commander sets, the, the Ikoria commander decks, like one or two of those still lying around that they haven't gotten rid of yet. Yeah, I, I just <clears> found <throat> Theros Beyond Death and... Something else. And there was another booster, an old booster. Uh, it might have been Ikoria. Random booster packs at my store. I don't know. The streets of the streets of uh, Compenna. Is that what we're calling it? Streets of New Compenna. Streets of. Yes. Yeah. That one. Eh, unless I see some like 
real gangster like mob shit out of it. I don't know. Where we get a new Cranko or a reprint of Cranko for that matter. I mean, I could see it. That'd be kind of fun, but Cranko's from Ravnica, so I don't think that would happen. Um <clears throat> unless he becomes a planeswalker. <laughs> a Cranko planeswalker. <laughs> I mean, that would be nice, but I think at that point, that'd be giving the Goblin players a little too much. Um, yeah, like a lot of the stuff is going to be experimental, which is fine. And maybe that's why they're doing a couple of like sure thing sets along with like Cap- with like Capenna and uh, and the new Kamigawa, because they know like at least if there's one or two sets that people are are on planes that they know they can be comfortable with, they can throw out a couple of the you know, the experimental planes along with it. So if shit doesn't go the way they want to, they at least have a couple other sets that can, you know, keep their brand going, which again, I understand. I get it. When it comes to that kind of stuff, it makes sense. Yeah. But looking back at Innistrad and the Crimson Vow Midnight Hunt set, I, they came very close to dropping the ball like they did with um, Kaldheim. So. Dude, I managed to, other than like one fucking card, which I got to check and see if I can find somewhere. I managed to get both the regular and showcase versions for every God. I have ev- all three versions for, um, uh, Tybalt. And I have all three versions for fucking, uh, Vorinclex. Yeah. Vorinclex. And I spent, price. and I, and I spent under a hundred for all of it. I believe it. It's fucking insane. Which, again, I'm fine with because, I, like, at that point, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go all in on this, get every al- alternate for those. Because I liked those alternate arts. They were beautiful. Like, out of all the ones that they put out, they were some of the nicer ones. The Kaldheim showcases? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I compared to, like, Innistrad, like, I enjoyed those more. I think Innistrad has flavor, but if I, but if you, but for me, like, the Dracula stuff, it, it, it was so-so. I didn't care if I got a Dracula, or, like, alternate art or like a different art for any of the, that, that, that newer Innistrad stuff. I loved getting the, the showcase stuff for Kaldheim. See, the weird thing is, is Innistrad is one of my favorite planes and I don't really have a shit ton of it. Like I didn't buy into it. I, I don't know. It was, it's because the, again, they, they've leveled off the power level. Like some of the planeswalkers are good. Like Teferi who slows the sun sunset. And, uh, like, Soren the Mirthless, that kind of stuff. Those are relatively powerful Planeswalkers. That, that's the other problem. And I think you'll agree with me. They went and War of the Spark tanked fucking uh, Planeswalker popularity. Yeah. They saturated the like market Chandra. so much. Chandra is still... I mean, that Chandra from Crimson Vow is pretty powerful. Yeah, but she's not that expensive. I think she's sub ten dollars. That's what I'm saying. That set it feels like they dropped the ball, like they did with Kaldheim. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. The, the the thing there's a reason that a lot of the older sets are starting to spike up in price really high, because I think I think people have seen the writing on the wall, and a lot of the newer stuff just isn't really up to snuff anymore. Like I think uh, to me. I think, and you can maybe agree with me on this one. I think Strixhaven was where they peaked. <clears throat> now we're kind of on that downslide before they just give up completely. On, and let's be honest, they've mostly given up on standard at this point because yeah. standard always ends up being a fucking shit show. 
and they're not rotating quick. They're not rotating enough for a standard to remain vibrant. There are too many sets active at at one point, and it makes the it makes the fucking ga- the 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 meta too homogenized because people will pick two or three archetypes, and that's all people are gonna fucking play unless there's a rogue build, which never fucking happens. And people are like, why are we gonna fucking do this? And like with arena and stuff. So the writing's gonna be on the wall for them, where they're going to have to make a decision if they're if they want to keep doing dumb shit. Like they're all in on on fucking commander anyway, so why not? I thought this year was supposed to be the Warhammer set too. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, I think quarter two. Don't put don't quote me on that. Yeah, it doesn't show. Well, MTG spoilers. Well, no, no they I, haven't I, put on So I agree. Strixhaven, as far as like power creep goes, Strixhaven's the most powerful set right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, as far as for collecting purposes, um, and you know, a lot of the the, the cards that are available in in that for actual building, it, it's the most consistent set of the ones that they've put out. The the mythic archives literally were the driving force for most people to buy into like the collector's boosters for that set. Though I think that one and Zendikar probably had the best selling collector's boosters because Zendikar you had the chances to get um the ex the ex the what is it fuck expeditions get the expedition cards and in foil in most cases <laughs> it's the only other place you could get those other than the box toppers for buying um booster boxes. So yeah. The unconfirmed oh my god, they have so many leaks. Yeah, they have a bunch. And what's gonna be funny is you know, in a lot of those cases we get to find out if those were real or if they were absolute fakers, which would be pretty funny if they were fake. Some of them. Some of them just seem like they would fit. Well, if they do, they do. Soul Ripper as a vehicle, artifact vehicle. That's really weird. <coughs> Just like in Kaladesh. Goro. Uh, Light Paws. Light Paws seems legit. For auras. Bring back auras. I, I'm curious, but just because I like the Asian aesthetic in Neon Dynasty, I thought it was gonna be very cyberpunky, but it, it's not turning out that way. No, I feel like they've kind of hybrided that shit. I think they're gonna go in a like a, they're gonna go like in a weird like halfway, where it's just like they're gonna have some aspects like a merging between traditional and technological, which is fine by me. Again, like I don't, I never really gave a fuck either way. Yeah, <clears throat> just that aesthetic I like. Yeah, I might yeah. I might buy into this a lot more, but uh, Kato, Shizuki, and then who's the other one? The Umazawa. Mm-hmm. Those are the cards that everyone's gonna. So that one's gonna be the most expensive coming out the gate. Yeah, and that's the reason why when it comes to that, unless I'm buying a, unless I'm going in on a set booster box pre-order, uh, which. I'm not sure if I want to yet. I mean, the most value is usually in the set booster boxes because you usually have a chance at list cards in addition yeah. to a better chance at 
at getting more rares, you tend to get less commons. So there's usually more either more rares or more uncommons. And in most cases, with especially with the most recent sets, those there's uncommons that are kind of jumping out the gate that have become much more uh, expensive. Consider all of a sudden is a really popular card right now. Uh, expressive iterations, like a seven to eight dollar card out of Strixhaven, and those are uncommons. And commons, it's like what the fuck? Yeah, I might. Yeah, this might be my first time I get a set. Go for it, dude. I I, I think it'll be. Uh, I think you will enjoy it. I, again, I always thought warn people with that kind of stuff. Well, understand that the value that you get is when you crack a booster box is always going to be considerably less unless you're flipping it immediately after you crack it. So be happy with what you get in that in that in that little bubble before it all goes to the regular pricing for that stuff. Yeah, and the other thing is too is that I missed out on the original Kamigawa, so I might try to fill that void with this one. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And then you never know. There could be some actual like Kamigawa reprints in there. That might be uh, Dude, throw, possible. Throw ink eyes on the on the on the list, and I will fucking shit my pants. I didn't know you needed an ink eyes. No, well, yeah, because I gave mine to you. <laughs> now you never, I never had an ink eyes from you. I it was in that zombie deck with the Lake of the Dead. You sure? Yes, I had an ink eyes. All right. I no gang. You should have an ink eyes laying around. It might have ended up in my Yuriko deck. That'd be my imagination. Yeah, I mean he's a ninja. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, I had him in the zombie deck because he has some graveyard shenanigans. I think. Yeah, if he connects, yeah. he pulls. Uh, he pulls a creature from the the opponent you're attacking's graveyard and puts it into play. Yep. So. I also from the plane chase anthology, I ended up with uh, Hagure the. Uh, Higure the Stillwind, who is another uh, uh, legendary uh, ninja. And then there's the Shinobi of Lost Ways, who is an uncommon, and that one's jumped up in price from that set as well. So, yeah. Uh, let me check my Yuriko deck. If I have, if that extra, if that Ink Eyes is extra, it's for trade. <laughs> I just want it because I want it. <laughs> I bought it specifically for the zombie deck, and then I just like Ink Eyes. I just like how he looks. He's also one of the only legendary rat commanders, too, so. Oh. Yep. Something to keep in mind. All right. Well. Do we got, any, do we got anything else? <clears throat> I'll take that silence as a no. <laughs> Did Lando leave us after I yelled at him? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm writing some shit right now. That's all. Oh, fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. I can't. I can't uh, yeah. Dead mode on. You done? <laughs> well, yeah, because we're kind of we're kind of flattening out here, and it's just like, I mean, we're we gonna drag uh, this horse a couple more miles, or are we done here? Out of the, out of the no, gate, we're, we're like, good. yeah, we have so much to talk about, and I think we kind of did already. We shot our shot. Well, yeah, we went over like the dead people and shit like that so um but yeah i guess next because in two weeks that we would have spoilers so we can start spoiler season for mtg and then i don't know like um i think we should toss up the format a little bit maybe um possibly i don't know i don't know if our format's wrong 
Are we getting fun time on at any point? After we do the yeah, fun time will eventually be on after we do the um we kind of learn how to play the game. Why wouldn't we have him on to kind of walk us through that? That'd be my thought. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it's his fucking game, right? Yeah, but he wants our honest opinion on the game without him. Oh, he wants a, he wants a candid opinion. Okay, all right, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. an unbiased opinion. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so I guess we're doing an in person at some point then in the next couple weeks. <clears throat> yeah, two weeks we should be fine. Yeah, and then we can do some. We can we can crack open the stuff he got gave us and give it a hard look. Hopefully, we won't be too ADD about it. No, I mean we can't be. You should. I mean, we should probably do like a earlier in the day type get together and then go to the pot, the, do the podcast type shit. Sure. Why the fuck not? Exactly. A couple of weeks sounds fine. This weekend is gonna be like today. Right now, it's one o seven in the morning. I have to be up at. 6 a.m. to get downtown for breakfast before the union meeting and then sit through the union meeting and then drive back home. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds like a barrel fucking laugh. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'll get more into it. Like just talking to you later on because like it's not for. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh it's more business <laughs> business than it is podcast fun so um my kid said there was a new Yu-Gi-Oh set that came out recently well there's a new you wait a new a new set like from the TCG yeah yeah and we're also getting more info on new core sets that are coming out within the next couple months the ban- it's the one the- where I was talking about the red eye support. Yeah, isn't the ban list coming out soon too? Don't they do one in the spring? Yeah, but that's not for another few months. Oh yeah, fair enough. I tend to forget what month we're in half the time anyway. Anyway, sorry. Um- <laughs> what I'm writing is what I'm writing on is where you know when I mentioned about uh, people, you know, when about growing up and shit. No. Yeah. Was oh. that when I zoned out? <laughs> some some of the youngsters, some youngsters out there don't exactly agree. Obviously, I don't want to grow up. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Speaking of, you see <laughs> Toys R Us. Speaking well, of, even Jeffrey had to grow up. Jason, <laughs> no fucking. Uh, did you see um, uh, fucking what's it called? Shit! Don't tell me it stopped recording. No, it didn't. Okay, good. Um, did you see Toys R Us reopened a uh, location in the States? I wouldn't know. I was told that they were eventually open up, but I never <clears> heard <throat> anything. So yeah, they opened whatever. up. They're in Canada. And I think they reopened. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Anyway, that's for another time. Um, we'll save it for next podcast <laughs> about my, my, uh, my plan to open up a toy store and end up like that guy from home alone where he was super happy and gives away like the Christmas tree ornament. <laughs> <laughs> anyway moving on or no not moving on we're done that's it this is all you get <laughs> so yeah uh follow us on the socials the the twitters the tiktoks the facebook and um as always in 2022 with the happy new year to everybody stay sexy and go fuck yourselves.